0: Greetings and salutations, fellow gamers, nerds, weirdos. Oh, shit.
1: <laughs> Just leave it. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! I'm trying. I'm trying to stop.
0: I'm your host, Josh, joined by my co-host, Jared. And you've stumbled across the greatest secret of the known universe... The Whiskey Danger Show.
1: Come with me if you want to live. Indeed. How
0: in the world are you, Jared?
1: Uh, uh I, I think I'm so tired I can't even think of a uh, quippy remark to come back with on that. Uh, yeah, uh, I, I know what you mean. Uh, I spent about close to 80 hours at work this week, and I'm just, yeah. Today has been my only day off, so, yay!
0: Yeah, yeah, work was, uh, for me, It was also a bit of a crapshoot, uh, due to some poor decisions that were out of my hands, and I'm not looking forward to going back on Wednesday. I I suspect it's not gonna be any better. (laughs) In fact, actually, I I would imagine the fact that I'm not there tomorrow and Tuesday, it'll likely be the same or worse, probably. But hey, that's doesn't
1: that it. just make you feel so important? Y-
0: you know I think at some point in my life it yeah that it might have. <laughs> but at, at, at right now today it no. No, it doesn't
1: <laughs> I I completely feel you. Every time I take time off I feel like I'm going back to a complete dumpster fire. Yeah. And
0: yeah. You so. just have to wonder, like, why, why, why can't you just do this without me? Why, why? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I take it you <laughs> probably didn't do much gaming this week.
1: Uh, I did last night and a little today. Um, actually, did a little bit of a. Well, I don't want to say it's couch co-op because, because we were kind of. Well, yeah, it was couch. co-op. We were passing a controller back and forth, my wife and I. Uh. She wanted to go on a little adventure playing Viva Pinata. Uh, if you don't know, it's a rareware game that from the uh, 360 launch window that where you build a garden and attract pinatas. It's kind of you know like a Simsy Farmville type game.
0: Yeah, I have that game, but
1: quirky and funny. It's it's a cute game and it's it's, it's actually it's fun. really fun for what it is. Yeah. A, yeah. So.
0: It's we, made by Rare you know, too, isn't it?
1: Spent hours doing that. Yes, it, it's it's one of those games that kind of proves that there is still that glimmer of hope and Rare. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so you know we're messed around with that a little bit, and then uh, I did record some footage. I I didn't get a chance to cut it to put it on TikTok or anything yet, but uh, I checked out Psychonauts two, just the first level, to just because it's Psychonauts 2 and it launched so I wanted to see if it was uh, worth the wait <laughs> and um I, it's a very solid platformer it's a very very solid platformer okay um voice acting's good the controls are good the graphics are as pe- the best way i can describe it is it looks like a tim burton movie nice and in all the good ways <laughs> <laughs> so I want to dig more into it, but as of right now, it's getting a solid recommendation. All right. Uh,
0: my games that I ordered on eBay
1: came in this week, so I got both condemned games for the 360, Quake 4, and oh yeah, Outlaw Tennis. <laughs> Just waiting on uh, Kirby's Epic Yard to come in the mail. That's the only other game I have on order right now. Yeah, I. How's uh your gaming travels been this week?
0: I spent a little more time with uh, the Outer Worlds, uh, not nearly as much as I wished, I like I barely progressed, you know. But it's my goal to at least spend 30 minutes a week <laughs> on the game, so that I don't get to that point where I, you know, I'm sure you know, where you sit the game down and like, okay, I'll get to this when I can, life comes... Gun in and, and next thing you know it's it's been three years. You know. <laughs> so
1: You're like where the fuck was I going? Yeah. Um
0: I had some games come in. My copy of Saga Frontier arrived. Uh, in good condition. Jealous. I got my copy of Vigilante eight, which I'd never played that before. That arrived. And which console
1: did you get that for?
0: Vigilante 8, uh, for PS1. Oh. Now, I also got, uh, Metal Gear Solid for PS1. Now, here's a, okay, so, I have the collection on PS3, but I've seen a lot of people say that the code for the download for, for this game does not work anymore, that it expired. And I, I just, I kind of wanted it anyway for my collection, right? Uh, there's a very short, short list of games that I had from uh, 98 to 2001 that were stolen by, uh, you know, yeah, this piece of trash that was a roommate that we got rid of, and it wasn't until some time after I realized, hey, where are my games? <laughs> hey, because I, I had them, yeah, you know, I was young, okay, I was young. I had them all in a CD wallet case. I was young and stupid. I don't know. I love that. Yeah. And so they just took the whole case. And uh, they I don't know. Threw it away. Pawned them. Who knows. Uh, I've been on a, a vague-ish quest over the last... I want to say almost 10 years now of re 20. rebuying. Well, 10. Because um, I, I had others. and then, But only in the last 10 or so have I actually... Made any efforts to buy the specific games that I actually owned? Then, yeah, one of those was Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, uh, there's I, I'm actually, I think there's only a few others left to be honest, and they're not terribly expensive games. It's just some of them I'm not sure I'm actually gonna play ever play again. It's just a matter of, y- you know, you know, I just I want the game, you know. So, it's like, uh, do I spend 30 bucks on this, or spend, you know, 10 bucks on these other two games I do want to play right now, you know? So, yeah. Anyway, so, Metal Gear Solid arrived. I'm really excited about that. I got uh, another one that's actually on that shortlist is Tenchu, Stealth Assassins, on the PS1. Great game. I bought it, and they have not shipped it yet, but it's only been two days, so... How now I got i okay, so check this out I bought siphon filter for p s one for a dollar and twenty six cents nice and i I won that auction. it was an auction, not a bite now. I won the auction uh five days ago, and they have not shipped it yet, so I think they're a little upset. <laughs> At only uh, getting a dollar twenty-six for that game, which honestly is not my problem, other than the fact that I don't have the game. Uh, I'll, I'm gonna give them a couple of days. If I don't hear, if I don't see a shipped or tracking number by Monday or Tuesday, because they have a hundred percent feedback, so uh, wait till Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, some little message, and yeah, we'll go from there. Uh, depending how long it takes them actually ship it, and how long to get here, and all that uh that 100% feedback may not be 100% anymore who knows I, I'll, <laughs> if i at least get the game you know then i won't go pat, go further than neutral you know like i'm sorry if you're going to put a game as an auction you you have to accept that risk like oh i want i'm i'm maybe get 15 20 30 bucks for this uh yeah, maybe you know weirder things have happened sure but if no one bids on it, and I come along at two in the morning and I'm like, oh hey, look at this, it's about to end. Yeah, I'm going to bid on it, <laughs> and I win for dollar twenty-six. Well, you know, that's the risk you took. You have to follow up on that and ship it to me. But yeah, and then uh, lastly, ha- have you ever bid on something, and you're like, I'm to, oh yeah, it's going to be a decent price. I'm going to bid this. And you're automatically outbid because they they set their max higher than whatever you bid, right? Uh-huh. You're like, ah, oh, fine. Well, I'm gonna uh-huh. bid this. You're outbid. Oh, okay, fine. Well, I'm gonna bid this. You've been outbid. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna bid this. You've been outbid. All right, I'm gonna bid this. <laughs> you won. All right, what? Hey, what? How much the? Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh
1: oh, poor guy.
0: Well, to be fair, it is the average, the the average price, roughly. So it's not like I overpaid. Sort of, I guess. Uh, I for sixty two dollars, I have Dragon Warrior Seven for PS one on the way.
1: I don't think that's a terrible price, is it?
0: No, like I said, that's about the average. It's in the sixties to seventies. Uh, sometimes a little lower obviously it depends on condition whether it's has the case and the manual and all that this is complete it looks to be in pretty decent condition uh the discs look like they're pretty decent um yeah so it's not horrible i just, i was really try- it was sitting at like i want to say 39 dollars and change i'm like ooh yeah i'm going to bid 45 and it just kept going and then before you know it it, it jumped up to 62 i'm like oh okay yay
1: and now you're the proud owner of the game.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's hope it goes up higher in price, just so I don't feel so bad. <laughs> if it turns out, I'm, I'm sure it will. Yeah, likely. I mean, we have the the whole a the, the bit of a bubble from the pandemic. Yeah, you know, that's kind of brought the prices up. But I, I feel like certain games, there are certain ones that just are always going to be more expensive, and over time, their price will increase. Yeah, you know, they had a limited print run. Everyone wants a copy now, so they're they're harder to come by. I feel like this is one of them. You know, I mean, I obviously had to go up to sixty-two to win it. You know, you can't get it for thirty bucks. You know, so on on the sad note, uh, now I did try. I finally tried today. Uh, Fire Pro Wrestling. Uh
1: uh-huh.
0: I didn't know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't read... The, I didn't, of course, you know, it's me, so I didn't read the manual. I Really, I just I just wanted to play it for like 20, 30 minutes so I could, you know, get a, get a taste of it. Uh, and I think I like it. I just don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so I didn't do much of anything. <laughs> um, Yeah, I'll have to go through the manual and figure out the moves and things like that. I was going to play some more Sled Storm. I wanted to, but I didn't get a chance to Uh, because I did play... Some Vigilante 8. And that's where the bad news came in, because the... uh <laughs> My PS2 does not like that game, I guess. And it didn't really have any marks on the disc. But it was making some pretty bad noises, the drive. And then at one point, it just froze. Oof. And I just had a black screen, and I had to re- reset the system. So my... Uh, I don't know if i'll be playing any more ps1 games on my ps2 i i i, I'm a, I have a couple of different playstations i mean they're, they're they're not worth anything they're cheap um so i might hook that up to my uh, this little tv on my desk maybe play them over here um well I, if it's a japanese game like say that uh a parodius game that i bought yeah that i'll have to play in the ps2 hopefully it'll play fine uh anything else though i think i might start playing it on my uh on our actual playstation mostly because it's uh that 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 uh system right now is chipped and i just don't want to go have to go in there and mess with it if i don't have to you know uh so i mean obviously if if the laser goes and i have to go in there and replace it i will but i'd rather not speed that that process up the need for that I don't have to if I don't need to if I can get away with it, you know. Yeah, I hear you. Today's topics. Uh all right, so you sent me this trailer for Doug Days.
1: Yeah. Uh did, I don't know if you got a chance to watch it yet. Uh
0: No, I haven't. Anybody
1: like up? Okay.
0: Well I'm I got a plane right now. Uh, uh
1: Oh. There you go. We we're gonna listen to the live reaction. <laughs> but uh it is a collection of short stories in the Up universe with Doug as the central character.
0: Yeah, this, this looks pretty funny.
1: <laughs> yeah. Have it, you ever watched Up?
0: Oh yeah, yeah. It's one of my favorite movies by by uh Pixar. Um. So yeah, I, Disney Plus, I assume. So yeah, I'm looking yes. forward to checking this out.
1: The cool thing is, is the release date is September.
0: Hello, Jared. Um. test test go
1: so I don't know I just saw this it was uh, published this video today and hadn't heard of it previously I was a big fan of Up and the surprising thing was that the release date is all episodes will be streaming September 1st on Disney Plus uh, Doug was funny great comic relief in the movie I think some short episodes uh, about the character having adventures in his backyard would be kind of hilarious, hopefully. Uh, what's your take?
0: Oh, yeah. No, this is... I, I, I'm I surprised it took this long for them to be, put something like this out because this is perfect for, like, TV. Uh, like, little... You could do... Uh, take the adventure time route where you have, like, two 10-11-minute oh, episodes, yeah. you know? You know? And, and just, yeah, go go with that. They don't have to be these 24-minute escapades, you know. I They probably could do that with the right writers, but uh, no, this looks perfect. Uh, I, I'm really excited for this. I'm really looking forward to it.
1: Yeah, uh, definitely be something that I can sit and watch with my kids and still enjoy myself. So, that's, that's a plus.
0: Yeah, that's always uh, important uh, as a parent, that you can enjoy what you're watching with your kids, you know. <laughs> um... Yeah. yeah I, so. I I always hated Caillou. I, I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm sorry. I <laughs> I I, I, just, I never liked
1: uh, I I definitely I wanna punch him in the face.
0: <laughs> no, I, I liked Kipper. Uh I think that was it was called Kipper. Ah uh,
1: I didn't watch that one.
0: That yeah, we saw that we watched it on Netflix a lot. <laughs> and uh no, I, I could I could watch that. That that was funny. Uh right. uh speaking of trailers. It took them, uh, you know, like 74 years to get this out, but Sony has, uh, finally decided to grace us peasants with the teaser, tra- official teaser trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. Eh, oh boy. There's a lot to unpack in this trailer.
1: There's a lot to unpack. Cheeks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um... We we get okay. So obviously this takes place right after or or nearly right after um the last movie. Far from old. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> like, I know Holmes in the damn title, I just can't remember yeah. Um So yeah, he he's uh he's been arrested, you know, he's accused of killing Mysterio uh, his face is everywhere, you know, you see him, uh, people in, in the school are protesting against him, everyone's taking his picture, uh, apparently Flash has dyed his hair yellow and is now on his side, I mean, because he's a big Spider-Man fan, obviously, uh, as he follows him in the school, and, you, know, you see, uh, he's getting questioned, uh, his aunt's getting questioned. Uh, MJ and his friend, uh, Ned, they're all getting questioned by the police and uh, a little, uh, funny bit. There's a theory that, uh, one of the people in that investigator investigative room is actually, uh, Daredevil, the Matt Murdock, yeah. but the same actor, uh, who was, who played the character yeah. on the Netflix series. Uh, it's interesting. on uh,
1: Charlie Cox, right?
0: I think that's, sounds yeah, it sounds right. Um, but yeah, you don't see the person's face. He throws a uh, some uh p- some uh, f- a file folder on the table, and uh, yeah, you don't see his face. So there's a lot of theories that that's who that is. and you see him go uh to Doctor Strange and ask for a spell to you know make everyone forget who he is. Uh, Wong warns him not to do it. Strange acting a little weird. Uh, you you can tell there's already something going on uh, the, the inside of the, uh, uh, Sanctorum is covered in snow and ice. So I, like, I, I'm going to assume, uh, some other spell he tried, uh, failed. <laughs> and, you know, Wong's telling him, don't do that spell. And of course, you know, he tries it anyway. And Peter, tr- uh, goes through and, oh, he realizes, oh no, I, uh, MJ, she can't forget. What about Aunt May? She should know, Neb blah, blah, blah. And, and, uh, Steven's like, don't do this, you're messing up the spell, and then all of a sudden, something happens. And all of a sudden, yeah. Uh, stuff hits the fan, apparently. We all knew this was coming. <laughs> oh. But, you see, uh, you hear a, a very, very familiar laugh. And a very familiar device rolling towards him and exploding. So, we all know it's Green Goblin. And then we have uh Doc Ock himself busting out of the ground, seemingly. Uh you know, hello Peter, like or you he say hello Peter or hello Parker? I can't remember. Um
1: He, he does say hello Peter.
0: Okay. Uh it, now there are some very eagle eyed people because they're like, Oh yeah, there's there's this one part where uh the, the lizard's attacking sand him.
1: Sandstorm is
0: yeah, the yeah. sandstorm. I I could I couldn't make that out. I just thought stuff. I don't know. Uh, the lightning hit a cop car though. I will say they're saying it's lightning, but it's yellow. It's not blue. I don't know. And then yeah, apparently the lizard jumps is attacking Peter. I, those three I did not see at all. <laughs> I I'm not. I, I don't know. I wasn't. My eyes weren't quick enough to catch those. And I haven't had time to, to do the trailer slow mo. Yeah, I I did. I
1: ended up watching it on the big screen um at half frame uh whatever half speed
0: yeah and
1: yeah uh yeah uh there's a lot of hacks there there's i i mean going to this point if if they don't at least uh, cuz there's another another uh clue at the end of the trailer too uh that wasn't that I didn't catch but somebody else pointed out to me when when Doc Ock says "Hello, Peter," and it flashes over to Peter standing on top of the car before he puts Spider-Man suit on. He's wearing the suit that Tobey Maguire was wearing in Spider-Man Three.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. and here's the thing. The big question. I'll cash my dreams. The big qu- <laughs> well, <laughs> we we all know what we want, right? Yeah. Well. I don't know if I should spoil this. Well, I mean, if you if you if you're reading the news and looking into this kind of stuff, you might likely I've seen this title already, so I'm not spoiling this for anyone. Whatever. Sony has, in a way, possibly confirmed another actor possibly making an appearance in this movie. There was somebody in in a suit, but without the mask. On a kind of like a. Uh, scaffolding, like, for, like, a green screen type of situation deal. And the photo was taken from a couple... there's two different ones, I think, from two different angles. and But Sony has been doing uh, the DMC copyright takedowns on that image. Which would suggest it's real. Because it, if it was fake, I, why would they, you know... That person yeah. is, is Andrew Garfield.
1: It's, I had not heard of that.
0: So... My, so the question is, you know, you got to look at this. They don't, this is is a big thing for, because it's, we have two different, uh, three different Spider-Man franchises in a way here. Um, And only one of them is connected to the MCU. So for them to take these two unrelated ones and bring them in and involve them, weave them into the Marvel, the bigger Marvel universe, that's a big deal. Bringing characters together, yeah. Bringing characters together for all the for the Avengers was a big deal. Uh, Infinity War and Endgame and all of those characters was a big deal. Uh, S- Sony sharing Spider Man with Marvel, you know, was a big deal. But this in of itself is also a really big deal because it's never happened before. Uh, the question is, how are they going to do it? How much are they going to, of a storyline? Are they going to, you know, take up? I have two two theories, and for anyone that want, I, I mean, I feel like either we're going to see them, but we're going to see them whenever the villains that they're fighting disappear in their own universe. Yeah. And that might be it. and Otherwise, we might see them pop up at the end, in like an end credit scene, which would possibly lead into the next Spider-Man movie. I don't know. Uh, to be honest, I am am trying to convince myself in every way possible that they're barely going to be in it at all, or they're not going to be in it, period. Because And that what we see is what we're going to get. And the reason for that being is I, don't, I really don't want to set myself up for major disappointment and to the point where I won't enjoy the movie because they don't show up. You know what I'm saying? I
1: think it's going to be a good movie regardless.
0: I I think so too, but like I really want them, all three of them together. And, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. Yeah.
1: That, I
0: hope. There were uh, supposed rumors uh, some time ago that they might get their own, uh, possibly, sequels again after this. Um, Spider-Man 4, maybe Garfield could have uh, his Spider-Man 3. I, I think that... Yeah, I, I think that'd be awesome. I think people would really enjoy that, I, you know. Uh, the one, I can't remember who it is, uh, but there is this guy, I think it was, I want to say Avi Arad. He apparently is trying to, has been trying to kind of meddle here and there with what's, kind of control what happens with Spider-Man still to this day. And Kevin uh, Feige, is it? Uh, has been just kind of like, yeah fighting against him a little bit, I guess. He He's the one apparently who had Andrew Garfield pulled or suggest or told them, or told or suggested that Andrew Garfield uh, should be canceled after I, some uh, some stuff went down, I guess, you know, which. So I hope he keeps his damn mouth shut and he doesn't get involved and they all ignore him on the Sony side. Uh, I would like to see another uh, McGuire movie and another Garfield movie. And if they're not all all fully in on this one, then damn it, uh, the next one better be Spider uh, Live Action Spider Verse. You know, I want to see it.
1: Yeah, I think everybody does. Uh, there's not a person alive that wouldn't like that. Uh, I had also heard they were doing interviews for the Venom movie, and it had been pointed out that. It, it seems like, I don't know, it might might just be a cameo, I don't know, but it seems like they might be hinting that there's going to be a tie from the Venom universe to uh, the Spider-Man universe, maybe not necessarily to the MCU, but to Spider-Man.
0: I think I had heard something about Since that. Spider-Man,
1: story. yeah, because Spider-Man can technically appear in the Venom movie and still be part of the MCU, but it might not because of the other way. At least that's not their plan as of now, but, you know, if there's money to be made. And I think Sony may or may not have learned their lesson trying to back out with Disney, considering the last Spider Man movie uh it was the highest grossing movie Sony had ever uh released.
0: See it in the uh or at least in the recent like some of the recent uh cartoons in the last ten years or so. Flash Tom, I think in the comics, um, I, I I haven't kept up with a lot of the comic storylines in the last fifteen years, really. Uh, I, I I know I've I've picked up on a few here or there that have happened and become, uh, you know, uh, big public news and whatnot. But as for all the ca- different characters, I have not been able yeah. to keep up with everybody. Flash Thompson does become uh get the symbiote at some point, and. You know, he's Venom's a bit of a anti-hero, so it'd be interesting. Is that an anti-venom? I care. I think so. I don't. I remember. I, don't remember I, I was really. just curious
1: because I know there's an anti-venom and an a- agent venom now
0: too. So, well, see, I thought anti-venom was the one that's white, and he's got the black spider design on on yeah. white. Uh, the Flash Thompson was the like a black venom with the white spider design. Uh, yeah, he he somehow I think he incorporated like weaponry into his symbiote yeah thing going on. It's, yeah, it's weird. Anyway, um, well, we got a a you know Spider Man fan here. Flash Thompson was really, you know, it, I don't know. It, it it'd be interesting to see if they you know, they can link the two there somehow, and he gets his own thing going.
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah.
0: There are so many different ways that they could take this all. Um, and there, I know there were was, was even reviews, uh, interviews, I mean, where uh, Zendaya had said that she doesn't know what her future holds and whether or not she'll be back or if they'll ask her to come back, which is curious. Uh, like, the way she kind of worded it was like, you know, she may not be able to come back or something. Like, maybe her character might die or be done away with, or I don't know. Uh, the wording was a little suspicious, so I don't know. That's because uh, I don't know. I, w- I want to see more uh, w- with uh, Tom Holland. I do. I don't want this to be the last Spider-Man we, c- we get uh, with him. I I think he's doing a good job. I like to see him do more. I want like to see more of the other Spider-Mans. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, all right. So I guess we can switch gears here to the video game section. Uh, I, I we don't have to talk too much about this one, but I guess we'll cover it. Uh, the Game Boy Advance is getting its first commercial release in 13 years. It's a game called Good Boy Galaxy. It's on Kickstarter, and it's going to be available. It's planned to be available for Steam. Game Boy Advance, and the Nintendo Switch. Uh, basically, uh, it's, it's a platformer. You're a, a dog that travels through space. And you have a little laser gun. And you have... It's a platformer. It, it's in the vein of... I've had people, seen people play it to... Uh, I've seen people compare it to uh, Commander Keen. And uh, I think the other one is Star- Starfy for the Game Boy Advance. I actually have, yeah, the legendary Starfy. Yeah, I have that for the the DS. Uh, it it looks kind of neat. Looks kind of nice. I like it because it's got that, like you know, that Commander Keen kind of look to it. There, there is a demo out. It does. Uh, it's. Uh, I think it's on Steam. Let me see. Uh, no, it is. I'm on, sure it is. It's on that uh Itch IO place. Oh. Uh, But the link is at uh, nintendolife.com. So, it looks neat. They're doing physical versions that have sold out already. (laughs) Great, right? Uh, They're doing physical versions for the Game Boy Advance and the Switch. And I was really excited. I'd heard about it Friday, checked it out today, and they're all gone. All that's left was digital, except for a really expensive uh, Game Boy Advance uh, Special Edition. Which uh, I'm good. Uh, someone. Now I commented on it, and someone did uh reply to me saying that uh that the the physical editions are being handled by FirstPressGames.com. They do uh okay. They're kind of uh the similar to uh limited run games. Uh, they, so they do limited uh. You know, they their first press first press games. And so they do limited editions and you know stuff like that. Uh, apparently they have said that they pro- they they promise there will be more copies when the game is out. So Yeah. I now I have a Game Boy yeah. Advance. It is the absolute horrible SP. I I need I really I need the original. But with a modded uh, one-on-one screen, so that you you could see what you're doing. That that's what I want. I I
1: really I really do want to get a modded GBA.
0: Yeah. Um. Uh, I so obviously I have a Switch. Uh. I think now, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the Switch is set to get possibly uh extra content or extra stuff that the Game Boy Advance version may not have. I guess. Likely because you know it's it's the Game Boy Advance is not a newer console. Yeah, yeah. The, the Switch is the newer console, and, and yeah, so you're not going to be able to yeah do everything you want with the GBA. So I kind of want both copies. I'd like to be able to buy a new uh, GBA game and be able to pop it in and just you know mess around with it. But I kind of yeah I kind of want that Switch version as well. It's kind of neat. It, it's a cute looking game. The art, you know, it's 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 yeah. It's not bad. I like it. I think uh um, cuz when when we started this uh before we started the show we were t- we you know Jared and I were sitting here we talking about it and yeah I was upset <laughs> because I wanted a physical copy and I was like well that's great. And then while recording someone had uh commented on my comments and uh mentioned that. I'm like I, I didn't know that. So I will be keeping an eye on first press now, I guess. Looking out for some more uh, physical copies, uh. So, it, but if you yeah. if you don't care about the physical and you just want to check it out, like uh, on Steam, or you can get a, a digital copy on Game Boy Advance or Switch. Uh, you check it out on Kickstarter. Uh, for Good Boy Galaxy, it's a it's a you know cute little game. I think it says uh the d- digital version for GBA, which you know, you could play on a flash cart or an emulator, is 18 pounds. And the downloadable for Switch and Steam is also 18 pounds. Which I would assume is going to be, what, like 20, 24 bucks maybe? After you convert it? Yeah, so, somewhere around there, 24, 25. Yeah, something like that. So, you know, it's not too bad. You know. uh, I, I think it's funny, almost hilarious that you added this. Next one. Because this is one that yeah. I opened up as a backup. <laughs> that exact link is the one I opened up as a backup, um, in case we we're, <laughs> we're out well, of topics or time.
1: That's good. That means great lines to alike. a like. Right?
0: Uh, if you haven't aren't aware, we're getting a new cruising game, uh, popular in arcades and the Nintendo sixty four. It was a arcade racer with. Some rather unrealistic physics, but that was part of the charm. And uh yeah, they, they were they weren't. I, I won't call them amazingly perfect. And they were fun. They were fun games. I I. There were some of the very very few games on the Nintendo 64 that I actually enjoyed. Uh, well we're getting a new one, Cruising. Yeah. Cruising Blast on the Switch. It comes out in couple of weeks I think if I'm not mistaken
1: like three weeks something like that
0: I need to pre-order my copy I apparently it's not on Amazon so I don't know why um so I, I have to get mine from I don't know, target or something uh yeah anyway the guy uh one of the guys behind this what is his name uh Eugene Jarvis uh, this guy, he's been around, he he's done, uh, quite a bit. He's been involved with, uh, quite a lot of, uh, games. Um, in fact, I can't find the link right now. Let me see. Uh, he's been around since, if this is the same guy, I think it is. Yeah, it is the same guy. Uh, he's been doing this for, like, over 40 years. Uh, he worked on, um... Defender, Stargate, RoboTron, 2084, Smash TV, and NARC. He he's been uh, tossed around the idea of doing a uh, a remaster of the Cruisin' trilogy for Nintendo Switch in full HD and solid sixty uh silly sixty hertz uh frame rate. Uh, he said if I'm not mistaken. He said the or is it? Uh, we've been t- okay. We've been tossing around some ideas. One thing I've been tossing around is to remaster the classic arcade, cruising trilogy, especially for the Switch, upresing the content to full HD and solid sixty hertz frame rate. So I think it's important to. know He said classic arcade. So it wouldn't be the Nintendo so sixty-four. No, it'd be the arcade, which is. Uh, better, the- than the Nintendo sixty. Yeah. Unless this was a, uh, you know, a, a miss, you know, he misspoke or he meant, you know, whatever. But I, I'm pretty sure, and I hope he means the actual arcade games. Uh, those would be super awesome. I, I have a '64 that I, I don't mess with it. It's in the closet somewhere. I, I'm not even sure if it works, to be honest. Uh, so this would be this would be great. I would love it if they, if they do this. Yeah and if you're a fan or were a fan of those games and you weren't aware uh yeah keep your eyes out for that new one cruising uh cruising blast and uh, want to see where okay this was uh so this was an arcade right um now there's other article that, where he talks about the game the arcade has five tracks and 12 cars um but he talks about how home players have time to max out a game quickly so you need a lot of content. So they went from 5 tracks to 29 tracks. And from 12 cars to 23 cars. Plus, dozens of secret shortcuts and new hidden vehicles. Plus, uh, new turbo ramps with cash rewards and 87 keys to unlock all these goodies. So it sounds like it's gonna, you know, if you've played this in the arcade, which I've heard some people have, and they said it was a blast, no pun intended, <laughs> uh, that <laughs> it, it <laughs> if you played in arcade, uh, it's not like oh well I already played this. It's gonna have more content, so it's not, it's more, it's it's a better, improved, a superior version. Uh, definitely check it out if if you love the original, um. You want to share it with your kids? I, I think this would be a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, they were they were always fun, you know. Pick up and play racing games, you know. I uh, akin to like the Beetle Adventure games and uh, what was the other one? Rush, the, the, like San Francisco Rush, Ellie Rush, Rush the Rock.
0: Yeah, Rush twenty forty
1: nine. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, they, yeah, they're and, not they were fun in the arcade, especially.
0: Yeah, they're not, they don't have realistic physics and, and all that, but that's not the point of these. It's supposed, to, you're supposed to have a cool looking, uh, a car and you, you race and you have fun, you know, do some tricks and have, you just have fun, you know, uh, it's just a good time. Uh, it's, it's actually, to be honest, one of my top games that I've been looking forward to this year. So that and the, uh, the Hot Wheels Unleashed, oddly, they're both racing games, uh, I'm really looking forward to that one as well.
1: They both look good, though. Uh, Hot Wheels looks really good, I do admit.
0: Plus, uh, that one has a track editor, which... I can't wait to mess around with that.
1: I can't wait to play other people's stuff, because I am about as creative as a hyperactive two-year-old with a bag of sugar and some crayons. (laughs)
0: Uh, I don't know if you ever had uh, or tried uh, Mod... Racer Nation on the PS3.
1: Mod Nation Racers. Yes. yes.
0: I had fun with that, and yes, it's a good game. I created some pretty neat original characters for racers, and when it came to the tracks, I would come up with some cool stuff. But more often than not, I think it was like a they had a limit because I certainly didn't run out of room on the damn map. Okay, <laughs> I had plenty of room, but. I guess it was a memory limit, and I would run out of track space, uh, which I always hated. But I would come up with some really neat stuff. I'm like, "Oh no, sorry, he ran out of track." I'm like, "No, come on, I have so much more room here and up in the air." <laughs> come, on. I have all these cool ideas, but it wouldn't let me do it. So I don't know. I I I really hope that this will let me kind of just let loose and and design some crazy stuff. Uh, well, yeah, we'll find out about that I guess in uh, September well yeah this no October maybe September October one of those I don't know
1: Uh, I, yeah I can't remember when all wheels come out sorry
0: <laughs> comes up soon this year <laughs>
1: yeah it's it's soonish I know that I just I can't remember the exact date and I did not have that one pulled up
0: I'm actually well, looking it up now
1: actually here as an ad this game comes out...
0: September 30th.
1: Man, I see that now. Nine twenty-one. So, yeah. Nice. It,
0: we got a little over a month. I have it pre-ordered on Amazon, so I'll... Not too often I pre-order games on here, so... To be honest, I'm not sure if I'll, this means I get it that day, or a couple of days after. I don't know. I'll find out. At the end of the month, I guess. Likely, I'll... Yeah. Uh, when is September thirtieth? Is what, what day of the week is that? Because it may not matter for me. Uh, that yeah, that is uh, oh, it's a Thursday. So yeah, it, yeah, I wouldn't be able to play that likely until like Saturday or something anyway. If I'm still where I'm working by then.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. Let's get some classic arcade game racing games brought back. Maybe while they're at it, they can bring back uh... If, they, if EA wants to remaster another uh, Need for Speed game, maybe they could shoot for uh, Underground?
0: Huh. You know, as much as I would love that, I don't think we'll get it. Uh, I I see... And the reason I say this, is, there's two reasons. One, a lot of people, they're like, oh, I want... Uh, no, I, I want uh, Need for Speed 2, uh, Underground 2. Underground um, and... I think that was the one that introduced uh the open world racing if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Which I did not it like. Was. I I liked I prefer just I I don't want to drive to my next freaking race just click a menu race yes go okay let's go. You know, that's just how I prefer it. And, but everyone prefers that one apparently or at least a lot of people. And then uh burnouts of all the burnouts that when they re- chose to remaster one, which one do they do? The open world one. So I, I'm
1: I'm I'm gonna fuck against trend here. Burnout Paradise was actually really fun though. Yeah, it's not my favorite burnout game, but it's a really damn good game. Well,
0: I'm not saying I'm not saying that it's not a good game. I'm just that was their choice that they they chose that one, and
1: they did in that in that game though. This they did a better job doing the open world than I think any other open world racing game played.
0: In Paradise?
1: Uh yeah, par- par- yeah. No, I'm sh- strictly speaking about open world ones. It was like I liked that you just pulled up to a street corner. Every street corner was a race. So it wasn't like like you said, you have to drive around to your next race. It's literally like you, you wanna go to your next race, drive ten feet. That's, next, next you know. Intersections right there. Start the next race. Yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't dragged down by the open world. Um, the only other game that I've had the privilege of saying that it was a good open world racer, and I know it wasn't a very popular game, but I really liked how they did it. Was actually a newer game called The Crew that came out last generation. Huh. I heard the sequel sucked ass, but uh, it's really hard to describe but But it was a the the sense of enjoyment of exploring in that game was better than any other open world racing game that
0: I've ever played. Really, I, I actually, I'm actually kind of curious. I don't have to check it, that out. Uh,
1: I, I don't think it was a very popular game.
0: Honestly, see, well, I liked it. With with the obsession with open worlds, I feel like that's why they would just do the second one. Which I. I would prefer, the, if they want to do both of them and release them as a, like a bundle, that would, okay, cool. I will like try, I, I will do the, I will, I'll play the second one in there, sure. But I want to play the first one like with the updated visuals and everything. I still play the first one today, every now and then, at least once a year. Um, I'll pop it in and just, I think I have an ongoing game now where, I mean, it's, it's Need for speed. It's, you get in a car and you just race, you know? you don't need to know the story there, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I, I, I have an ongoing game I've been playing for probably about two or three years. <laughs> uh, cause I just, I'll play for a couple of tracks and then, okay, that's cool. i got my fix. And then I put it away for another six months or so, you know, uh, honestly, if, if there was anyone on, on any uh, franchise, that's going to make a comeback though, while I've only played a few of them, I've never completed them. Because they get a little difficult, uh, a little un- the cars get a little unwieldy as you uh, upgrade, and unlock them, and whatnot. Ridge Racer. Hmm.
1: Ridge Racer. I, I like Ridge Racer. Uh, my favorite one's Ridge Racer set. Uh, what is it? Ridge Racer. Ridge Racer R seven.
0: Which is that the one on? No, oh, Ridge... man. see six. I think six was on Xbox. Because.
1: Hold on. I, I gotta actually look at the one I'm thinking of.
0: I have Ridge Racer 7 on the PS3. So the one I'm thinking of... Ridge Racer 6 was on the Xbox 360. And then 7 was on the PS3.
1: I, I got a little... It was Ridge Racer Type 4. That was my favorite one. I I, ah. I couldn't remember... I remembered the logo. And that's a PlayStation 1 game.
0: Yeah, uh, I have that game.
1: I, it, that is my favorite one in the series. I, it just... That was the iconic one to me. I guess it stuck out. I remember the advertisements, and the, the cover artwork. And honestly, uh, honestly, looking at the pictures of it right now, it still looks good. Ridge Racer
0: Five on the PS2 was my first Ridge Racer game. Uh, I, I picked it up on a whim back in the um, early mid two thousands. I probably, I think at that point it was still EB Games, wasn't GameStop yet, and it was just immediate fun. And I think sometime after that I went back, uh, I went looking around on, uh, on eBay, I picked up uh uh R4 Ridge Racer Type 4. Uh yeah, yeah, I formed a, a a very strong love for the for the series. Uh I I did pick up 7 for the PS3 and then again 6 which I don't have yet. It's on it is on my my want list uh 6 was for the 360 only
1: and then i see that
0: i'd like to i'd like to get the others uh i think the first one was actually called rage racer and then uh the the one after that was ridge racer 2 or, or ridge racer 1, i can't remember but technically the first one was rage racer and then they made the change to ridge racer after that I, I
1: actually no, Rage Racer was released in 96. The first game in the series is called Ridge Racer, was released in 93 for Namco System 22, Arcade System. Really? Yes.
0: I didn't know that. I always thought that Rage Racer was the first first
1: one. I will be honest, I didn't know either.
0: Okay, now, see, I had the wrong information. Uh- Rage Racer is the third title in the Ridge Racer series. Not the first.
1: Are you sure you're not thinking of... See, I don't know. The, maybe the Wikipedia is wrong. I don't
0: know. Because I'm looking at the Wikipedia and it's saying
1: Rave Racer. was the third one? No, this one's telling well, am yeah, Ridge Racer Revolution, then
0: Rage. I'm on, on Wikipedia, too, for Rage Racer. And it says that it's the third title in the Ridge Racer series of racing games on the PlayStation. It's
1: on the PlayStation. <laughs> Okay, uh, well, either way, they're, they're an iconic franchise that has not had a real release and since 2012, and that wasn't even really a real Ridge Racer game, because it was a killer combat game akin to Burnout. Uh, you're talking about Unbounded? The last real Ridge Racer game. Yeah. Yeah. The last real one was released on the Vita in 2011. And actually, if I remember, the, the Vita one was shitty. I remember hearing that it wasn't very good. Yeah. that, that is the one. Yeah, received generally unfavorable reviews. <laughs> huh. Yeah, they, they really That's Probably why they make iOS games now.
0: <laughs> after 7, it just kind of yeah, they went downhill from there. And that was 7 was in 2006. So, yep. Yeah. The, so the last good one was seven. So the last good was was what? Jeez. 10, 14, 15 years ago?
1: 15 years ago.
0: Yeah, it's depressing. <laughs> uh, well, if you like arcade uh, racing action, you like uh, drifting around corners and you don't mind original design cars, you, you don't have to have a Lamborghini or Ford or whatever you don't care about that because uh, def- the cars are really nice. They're, r- they're really slick looking. They've always been. Uh, check out uh, check out the Rage uh, Ridge. Sorry, Ridge Racer series. They they have multiple on several different consoles. So there's bound to be one unless unless you're talking about PS4, <laughs> PS3 and older. There's bound bound to be at least one on a system that you like.
1: Since we're all racing games and we're talking about arcadey ones, not to throw something else on the fire, but have you ever played Auto Modelista?
0: Yes, that's one of my favorite games on the PS2.
1: It is. Yeah. It. it I don't know how. Why don't they make more cell shaded racing games? Because for a PS2 GameCube era game, it still looks gorgeous. Oh, yeah. Cell shading is. It was. I love yeah. cell shading. Sometimes.
0: I had a had a bit of a love affair with my last car and I was unfortunately stuck in a situation where I couldn't do anything to um you know maintain and fix what it needed. So it eventually got to the point where it just yeah, it, it broke down for good and it had to go. And that was a two thousand one Ford Mustang. You know, it wasn't anything special, but I just oh. I loved I loved the design of that car. I love how it looks. Um, and in that game that you're talking about, Auto Modelista, Lista, uh, my car is in that game. Well, it's I think it's like the the GT version or whatever. It's obviously a more souped up version than what I had. Uh, yeah, uh, I will jump into that game once in a while, and I load it up with the same. Paint scheme. I try to get the you know everything looking the same, and I, I, I race as a, as a car. I a lot of people gave that game a lot of crap just because they they couldn't figure out how to play it. In my opinion, um, you know, with the hand the the controls, they complained about the controls. Which there's nothing wrong with the controls. It's you know, it's a fun. I I really enjoyed it. I really do. It's one of those that I was looking yeah. forward to when they announced it, and I'm glad I picked it up. What does that? What does that go for these days?
1: Oh, I. Because well, wasn't that, that would be something?
0: That was multi-platform, wasn't it?
1: It did. Yes, it released on the GameCube and uh, PS2. I don't know if it released on the Xbox, but. Oh, it if did. It did that might be one for me to pick up.
0: Yeah, it, it it's on really? Xbox. Yeah. Like, yeah. So it looks like the average price, it seems to be around thirty. Thirty dollars uh, twenty, thirty, forty dollars, somewhere on there. It's not overly expensive well I mean, I guess this one. <laughs> Complete in box, nice. Free shipping, two hundred dollars for the GameCube. Yeah, no thanks. Ooh, factory sealed for a PS two one fifty.
1: Yeah, it there's only one copy for sale on eBay for the Xbox. Yeah, and it's, it's disc only fifty five dollars.
0: Well, see, I said th- well they got th- have they have the case unless that's just a stock photo. The case looks like it's been seen. Better days, but
1: I don't know. It says scratch-free game disc only. The description says. Oh uh, yeah, the picture. But yeah, you see they have a picture, so I
0: don't. Yeah, it sa- no, it says there in the seller notes. The picture in the listing is a stock picture. That's that's too bad. Well, that's a shitty stock picture. <laughs> right. Well, yeah. Well, that's, that's one to keep out for. I get keep an eye out for, yeah. At
1: least I know that there's uh, somebody else in the world that appreciates arcade racers. And on that note, I think I know what my next purchase is going to be. Just not tonight. I wonder why the GameCube version is so much more expensive.
0: Well, it, well everything on the GameCube is more expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those where people start collecting for it, especially if they want, like, a full collection. You have, you know, certain games on there that are... They're only on that system that fetch a pretty, pretty penny. So other stuff for that, like I have, I think even the Mega Man games are a little pricier in there than they are, say, a PS2. Well, on that note,
1: I don't have anything else to contribute.
0: <laughs> it looks like uh, Auto Moda Lista is, yeah, it's backwards compatible with the 360.
1: I did not know that. I'm gonna have to keep, I'm gonna have to save this as a saved search. Maybe set up a, uh... Email, let me know. S- set up a, Oh, uh, shoot.
0: Shoot. No- notification thing on, uh, Starland too. What or I could th-
1: buy a brand new sealed copy for 102 Brand new sealed copy for the Xbox for $102 right now. Really? It's a little expensive, but I don't oh. know. I don't think that's too bad for a sealed copy.
0: Kind of, Yeah. I mean, most people would probably say no to that, but for someone like us, you know. <laughs> now, you see, coming to eBay You're during a podcast... You're supposed to talk me out of it. Huh?
1: You're supposed to talk me out of bad Paul in false Yeah,
0: well, that's what you get. <laughs> you talked me into buying something a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So... <laughs> And I think, I don't know if we should go to eBay anymore while we're doing the podcast, because I inadvertently saw something else listed for the Xbox. I'm like, oh, what's this? This looks cool. I want to play this. (laughs) Uh, I hear you. Metal Dungeon? I haven't, uh, I don't think i would heard of that one before. You heard of that? Metal Dungeon? No. This looks pretty neat.
1: Yes, it does, actually. Oh, the combat. Is that really a turn-based role-playing game? Is it? It's kind of hard to tell. I think it might be.
0: It says at the bottom, so gear up, level up, and get ready for a horror-filled, futuristic RPG adventure. Uh 100 randomized, sprawling dungeon environments to explore and conquer. Hundreds of spells, weapons, armor, items, and implants to find and use.
1: Uh It's cheap. $23 brand new.
0: Alright, I'm gonna have to do a little research and see if that's something i want to get when I get paid. <laughs>
1: Alright. Um. Yeah, let's not buy stupid shit right now. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So, uh, what you got going on this uh this coming week, Jared?
1: Uh, hopefully not working a million hours. Uh, I'd like to actually enjoy my life a little bit. I do have some games I want to check out. I was talking with my wife. And she had not played Condemned Criminal Origins, and I thought I would do a playthrough with her because I'm trying to, uh, you know, include her in my hobby, and I think it's a game she would like. Uh, me personally, I would like to... I'm, I'm just looking forward to having a less stressful week, I'll be honest. Yeah, I feel um, in that. Yeah.
0: Um, I don't go back to work until Wednesday. Uh, hopefully, uh, my son doesn't have COVID. <laughs> hopefully I don't have COVID. Um, I, was, I have, I have some applications, uh, job applications I need to look into filling out maybe. And yeah, I, I don't, other than, uh, my eBay purchases that I'm still waiting on. Yeah, that's about all I got going on. Uh, I, nothing else. Uh, I'm not getting anything else for a few more weeks. I don't think that I know of. I, I looked at uh, all my like N I my N I S classics volume one. I uh, I should get it sometime around the middle t- end of September. Oh yeah, I wanted to talk about that. I, d- I forgot. Uh, there was a review of it. And yeah, see if I can find it real quick. It's gone. Just I know I Is it opened less
1: it. than favorable. <laughs> it, it's one of those
0: where you know. You, You read the review, and then you look at the score, and you're like, what? What? Yeah, just... Oh, jeez. Hold on, give me a a second. Oh, here we go. Okay. Hello? Everyone in the comment section had pretty much the same thing. All right. All right, so I'm just going to skip all of it and go to the bottom. Conclusion. We're always fans of seeing lesser-known games in any genre get a bit of love and exposure to new players and the two games in the NES Classics Volume 1 collection both have a lot to offer Tactics fans. Phantom Brave's combat system is unique among tactical RPGs, and Soul Nomad's take on the hero's journey is still interesting 15 years after its PS2 release. However, both games feel even older than they are, the unattractive visuals and uneven voice acting of this compilation re-release aren't going to change anyone's mind who wasn't a fan before, nor prove attractive for a new audience. Jeez. Joys. A fresh release for a pair of cult classics. Combat as deep or as simple as players like. Unique summoning and combat system. Fun, compelling stories. Cons. Graphics upgrade doesn't hold up on larger screens. Voice acting is uneven and wooden at times. Gameplay held back by unwieldy camera. They gave it a 5 out of 10 average. A lot of the people in the comments are saying that... Like, uh, one is, as a remaster, not doing much to improve the original games. Yes, the score is justified. But 5 out of 10 for games which which still are fun to play, with a lot of depth to them, seems a bit harsh. Uh, Someone else said, with modern mediocrity like Bravely Default 2 getting a higher score than this, I absolutely deny that these are dated enough to warrant this. Uh, someone else said, I have absolutely no idea where the 5 out of 10 is coming from after reading the review. I didn't even play these games, so I'm not defending them. All of the problems listed are trivial at best, and the reviewer praised the battle system and the story. So, yeah, I'm... It, it seems like they're... like, I, I feel like the guys looking at these games and comparing them to, say, games that are released today, which I, I, I get it, I understand, but I don't know. It's it's a tricky tricky line of walk there, you know? Um, we talked about this in the last episode where, like, stuff changes over time. You know, uh, game mechanics and whatnot evolve, and they change, and sometimes when you go back, Yeah, it's not quite as illustrious as what you have today, but that doesn't mean that the games still aren't fun or worth playing. So, uh, my, my takeaway from this is that if you enjoyed the games when they were out, you will still enjoy them today. If you did not like them back then, you will still not like them today. If you've never even heard of them, I don't know, you'd have to watch a gameplay video Read a review by someone that you trust that has the same uh, sense of taste in games that you do. Maybe see what they. I, you know, it's it's hard to say to be honest with you. I feel like five out of ten is a little, uh, it's a little rough on this. Uh, I would uh, maybe a six or a seven. I I could understand. You know, I'm still looking forward to it. Um, Yeah. I mean, I don't. Know, I, I, I'm not liking the way. So I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to go into that. That never mind.
1: <laughs> I'm. I'm. I'm still on it, just yeah. because of the games on
0: hand. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I'm still going to check it out. I'm still going to play it. Uh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So. Um,
0: but no. Uh, back on what we were I was saying before. Uh, I got nothing else. Much else going on. I have one, two, three, four games. Uh, four limited games coming in October. Oh, I have two coming next month. I guess, Salmon and Max and Double Dragon Four, Double Dragon Neon should be in October. I think estimated. Yeah, I was gonna ask. Did you nice. or- order Double Dragon Neon and Four together in the same order?
1: Unfortunately
0: then yeah that's likely why you didn't get the email because neon will be October 4 is to September so you probably you'll, you'll get them both in a, sometime around October likely that that's their estimated uh time anyway yeah yeah it's um if you didn't know and you're listening and you buy uh limited run games uh if you're buying more than one game uh at, at a time and you want them when they release. Make sure you order them separately, because if you order two or three games at at the same time, you will not get them until they have them all in in stock. Pro tip for the day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, Jared. Yeah, um, I didn't know until somebody told me. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Well, where, where can they find us, Jared?
1: Well, they can find us on Facebook and Instagram, Whiskey Danger Seven, or on Twitter. Whiskey Danger 1 or uh, you know we're over on TikTok uh, Whiskey Danger Show as always uh, we are on Anchor.fm so you can drop by and leave us a message or call in or communicate with us somehow and the podcast is posted on Google Apple, Spotify and pretty much anywhere that posts podcasts Come, uh, come check us out
0: We do have a Discord server and if you check out our... I keep forgetting
1: about the Discord server. I I know.
0: (laughs) It's alright. If you check out our Instagram, you'll find our link tree on there where uh, there's a link to join our Discord server where I do post uh, where uh, post whenever we have a new episode and we like to start a little community of of, uh, gamers and nerds and weirdos, you know? Just uh, hang out and uh, you know, talk games and anime and what you know, movies, what, whatever you want, comics, aliens, whatever. I don't know. You know, just uh, yeah, come hang out.
1: We're lonely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's yeah. just our thoughts in here.
0: <laughs> yeah, no one, wa- no, no one wants to be alone with that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Until next time. Uh yeah. <laughs> have fun in ether. Good luck and have fun. Don't let the lawnmower man get you. Watch out for the hoop snake. <laughs> <laughs> Bye folks. Oh jeez.